1: Streaming now on the KDOW app and Radio.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. News and Market Commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's Business Leader, 1220 KDOW.
2: Good day. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Pretty dramatic day yesterday. It was bad, it was very bad, and then it was good. That's kind of random and not exactly how you want Wall Street to work. Um, I literally penned something that said, this looks bad. And then I penned something that, like, I'm turning it off the computer. And then my TV station said, hey, can you come on the 5 o'clock news and tell us what happened? And I'm like, okay, sure. And I looked, and I was like, whoa, it turned good. Very odd day. Apple powered back from a 3.5% decline to a 3% gain. For the world's biggest company, that's weird. It's too much of a move. It's too dramatic. Uh, put the emphasis on drama. Um, the SP 500 down 1.2% on Monday. Marked a 10% decline from its 10%, uh, 10% decline from its high on September 2. So we hit a high on September 2. Then you take a look at the calendar, and you can see 20 days later, it's down 10% from that all-time high. So that's the definition of a correction. It's not the definition of a bear market. A bear market would be another 10%. And what probably happened, and I don't like talking about this because it really makes my industry look kind of, I almost want to say sick, was that a computer went off and said, oh, S&P 500's down 10%, let's buy. As if the analyst who programmed the algorithm punched in 10% exactly, because that's what happened. So, and then Apple took over and took us back up. Algorithms are useful, but I don't think they're the end-all be-all of investments. Uh, And that's one of the reasons I try not to push you to online trading. Amazon.com is helping to drive the early separation. Today, it's up 1.8% after being upgraded to Outperform from Market Perform at Bernstein. $3,400 price target put on the stock. Look, Amazon's been weak lately. This is about as good as weak as you're going to get. As good of a pullback as it typically has. Tesla's got Tesla battery day today. Trading a little bit lower as Elon Musk came out and said, "Yeah, you probably don't need to get too excited. I've heard some crazy stuff. We'll talk about that today. In fact, one of the things that's been passed around is that Perhaps Elon Musk will give away the IP, the intellectual property that drives the um, the battery technology. Remember, he did that with a Hyperloop. He came up with this concept of let's dig a tunnel and let's put people in tubes and like the vacuum tubes that you see in the old buildings in New York when uh, mail in mail delivery rooms at some offices. I always wondered like where where that thing was going. <laughs> you would put it in, you're like, bye. I think. Um, but that Hyperloop technology, it, it should have been put in place. At one point in time, they were talking about putting it in place outside of the Dodger Stadium to help with the parking. to Like shuttle people away from the game at rapid speed. I don't think that got completed, but I think it is a project. Um, with that said, I think the perfect place for that Hyperloop technology would be Vegas, don't you? <laughs> you get off the airport, you get in that little thing and... Boop, you take a cool little ride to your uh, airport, your hotel, or another way of putting that, if I may, is um, how about LA to Vegas? I I I'd, I'd do that, kind of, sort of. You get the idea. Um, so let's keep pushing forward. So Tesla Battery Day, Amazon.com driving the markets. That's it, it, all nice. It's all nice. Um, Fed Chair Powell and Treasury Secretary Mnuchin are expected to press the case for more fiscal stimulus in their CARES Act testimony today before the House Financial Services Committee. Uh, One of the top stories that I'm working on, I'm working on three today. Double-dip recession likely, if no new stimulus. I want to get it out there that this is going to be a big issue, and you should watch for it. Number two big story is that groceries are the fastest-growing segment in e-commerce right now. Um... I've basically shifted to grocery delivery. We'll talk about this. And At one point in time, I was like, well, I know the person who's going to be picking out my avocado doesn't know how to pick out the the avocados that I want that my mother taught me to pick out. So online ordering was kind of stuffy, and it didn't really work at first. But it just takes a pandemic for everyone to get used to it. A 1% shift in online from going to the grocery store to going online Creates a $9 billion business. So the U.S. grocery business is $900 billion. Amazon is in the right place. Walmart is in the right place. Target is in the right place. Companies like Kroger could benefit, but Instacart and um, some of the other companies in the business, look for them to go public um, as it is a Flipkart. Um, Online groceries would be a big story. And my third and final story today is Coke is rising on the idea of hard seltzer. Now, again, that sounds almost kind of funny. It sounds like almost like I'm, you know, are you talking about the claw? I'm kind of talking about the claw. So, thank you. Um, Hard seltzer seems to be the official drink of summer of 2019. That's when I first ran into it. I was like, what's that? And someone put a claw in my hand and said, try it. Uh, There's two big companies that are really benefiting from it right now. Claw, uh, not publicly traded, privately held. And Boston Beer, who has a program called Truly. Uh, Did I say program? I meant to say product. But hard seltzer was the official brink of summer of 2019. Coca-Cola has had a difficult year. Uh, but one of the things that they're talking about doing is opening up a new category and going after hard seltzer. So um, this isn't totally new that Coke goes into areas like energy drinks and alcohol. It had a wine business in the 1980s that I've completely forgotten about, and it sold beverages with alcohol content in Japan company said earlier this summer that they were going to introduce a Topo Chico hard seltzer in Latin America. But now, because they need something, and because it's such a successful product, they're coming out with something in the U.S. Um, This time next year is expected. And again, it shows you that old dogs can learn new tricks, sort of, maybe, kind of. I wouldn't put a lot of weight into this and go out and buy the stock, but... I I think it's interesting enough. So those are the top stories of the day. The not-quite-web-van time period of online groceries for real 20 years later. The U.S. is looking at a recession if we don't do something soon, as far as stimulus goes. And I could believe that. Um, You take a look around, and you see that not all businesses are back. The U.S. economy is at a crossroads. Lawmakers remain deadlocked over measure to provide another round of $1,200 checks. Um, Most saw the money they received from the Congress $2.2 trillion CARES Act run dry over the summer. So I feel this is a bad time for Congress to be playing games with the president. Um, If you get what I'm putting down, because it's 90 days till Christmas or something like that. I don't know if we just need to spend trillions, but we need to do something. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial.
1: I'm a sorry sucker and this happens all the time. I find out that everybody talks, everybody talks, everybody talks. It's started with a whisper.
0: You're shivering, you're trembling, it's warm in here, so come
1: back in. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220
0: KDOW.
3: A
2: song about millennials leaving home. And they don't want mom and dad to throw out the Legos just in case they have to come back home. Or is it about throwing out your childhood? Millennials have had a tough run of it, I'll be be honest with you. Uh, They got the big, uh, uh, the Great Recession, 2008, 2010. Then 10 years later, they're getting the pandemic. Uh, Every time that the economy starts to work for them, it becomes unglued for them. And had you just come out of college in 2010, you're like, what the heck is going on? Right? Head the second. Um, I, I feel for them the most because they should be practicing life more so than living at home. With that said, there is no shame in living at home uh, from a financial perspective. No shame at all. With that said, <laughs> the economist with one hand. On one hand, the economy looks great. On the other hand, we haven't got all the jobs back. Um, You do kind of want to see the millennials practice in adulting Uh, because at a time when they should be getting their first job, their first suit, their first expensive car, some of them will lose in repossessions, their first apartment, the first bad roommates, their first girlfriend, the first uh, girlfriend they live with. That's life, and that's good practice. Um, a lot of people have me talk to their adult children when they're between the age of 18 and 25. And one of the things I say is, when you get a chance to get out, do. But while you're living at home, save as much freaking money as you can. Because that's heaven. That's golden. Uh, you can live rent-free or cheap rent. Um, anyway, I don't want to go too much into that. But mom, dad, don't throw out the kids like this, And I do feel bad for the millennials. Uh, Tesla's battery day is Elon's must chance to fend off competition from GM's new uh Ultim design. Ultium design. Uh it really the automaker is going to look back in history and go why didn't we ramp this up sooner. CEO Elon Musk and his team could have some surprises in store today, but the new car factories operating plan are under construction on three continents. The critical issue is battery supply. GM has been promoting its own competing technology since the beginning of 2020. Um, we need batteries that have better range, better performance. Cost on par with gas engines is what kept electric vehicles from being competitive for a century. Um, it could still hold them back at this point in time. I looked at doing a business lease on a new Tesla um, SUV, And I saw the maximum distance was just a little too short of the maximum distance that I would take it. So I would have to stop and charge. So if my maximum distance is 300 miles to the mountain and it goes 290, I'm like, ah. But then again, you don't really want to take it to the mountains because Tesla's don't do terribly well in snow. But that's off topic. Um, It was a business lease kind of situation. I ultimately said no, because it wasn't even 6,000 pounds. Batteries and battery management technology are the most important aspect of electric vehicles. The lack of batteries that could deliver performance, range, and cost is the issue. Tesla's partnered with Panasonic to mass-produce uh, battery cells at the Nevada Gigafactory, which is pretty fascinating. If you go into Nevada and Reno, real estate agents, it's like they must have seats on the city council. because, like, pssst, I just want you to know Tesla's going to expand the factory if you want to go buy by their uh, factory. And I'm like, Psst, that's okay. Thanks for telling me, though. Psst, I just got to go to the bathroom now. Psst, roger that. So Tesla's partnered with Panasonic in Reno, and it's booming. A lot of companies have moved to Reno in large part because of its proximity to San Francisco and the cheaper cost. Amazon has a huge hub there. Where there are jobs, there are homes. Where there are homes, there are schools. Where there are schools, there's mothers who want to buy homes in that neighborhood. My baby needs a good education. Not that COVID stuff. Wow, a friend of mine yesterday pulled their kid out of distance learning and is doing homeschooling now. That's a commitment. And I was like, what's the curriculum? And she goes, we get to make it up. I'm like, so you really get to make it up? <laughs> I was like, I don't even, I don't even understand that concept. But anyway, Tesla's Battery Day is going to be a big issue today. General Motors, uh, filling in a little bit more on Ultium battery technology, had an event this spring. They said they plan to launch 22 electric vehicles by 2023. And it's got to deal with the suddenly embattled Nikola. Not Ricola, Nikola. Um, And they have a battery tech partner, too. And they're going to produce batteries in a factory in Ohio that they put together $2.3 billion to invest in. But Tesla's cylindrical cells ultimately is a pouch design. And that's where I get bored. I, I want to stuff only what I need to stuff in my brain. And that's where I lose it. But yes, I will look at the notes today from Tesla. And I will have more information for you on that tomorrow. Because you deserve that. It's part of my job here. Keep you infotained. 800-516-1220. Each calls on the air. And the Elon Musk battery day. Um, you could find details on how to watch it online. If that's the thing you want to do. Uh, me. Eh, I'll contact the company and get the notes. Uh, Nancy Pelosi slamming Facebook over QAnon. I don't even know how to say that. Q anonymous. Posted misinformation, uh, lots of talk right now about misinformation, lots of talk about it. Trump campaign blew through one billion on 2020 election and is now in financial trouble. Eh, that's interesting, but isn't it sad that we're talking about every year elections get more and more record funding? Wow, it's really a true it's truly a business if you think about it that way. 800 516 1220. Get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Um, It's getting to be time for Congress to get updates on the economy. So we're going to hear about that information coming out. I see Google's up, Amazon's up, Apple's leading the way. Positive starts for stocks today. Follow through buying after yesterday. Um, That's important. Um, On a day to day, it's good. But we're going to look at this on a, you know, how did the month of September go? How did the, and so far not well. And October has been known as the month of surprises. Just throwing that out there to you. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Uh, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, beyond Meat, interesting stock. It's on terror again. Um, I bring that up for no other reason that there's there's some we're getting back to some of the 2019 momentum stocks. Nike is going to report earnings today after the bell. I like to look at Nike. Um, I have some shoes. I'm a, a loyal consumer to Nike, and I used to have to go to Sports Authority or some sort of sports store. But what I've been doing recently is going straight to Nike, and it's called the direct consumer. And that makes Nike a lot, lot more money. Look for companies going D2C. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com.
1: financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220
0: KDOW.
2: I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money invested and more. I oftentimes see people in this industry try to do things the hard way. And I get it. I get that you're trying to figure out cryptocurrency or I get that you're trying to figure out Bitcoin, trying to come up with the next big thing, the next electric vehicle, the next IPO. It's a bit of a sickness and it's a lot of work. But maybe you're coming from an area where you feel you have to play catch up because maybe in your 20s and 30s you did things wrong. You're not my ideal listener. I'm not turning any listener away, but I'm not speculative. I'm I wanna work with start with Acorns. Now that's a stupid little app that I got a little over a year ago. I want to say about fifteen months now. I'm gonna pull up on my phone right now as we talk. Acorns is the easiest, stupidest, dumbest, most convenient way to start saving money. I don't think it's ideal. When I signed up for it, I went through the user experience. on like, I wonder what my taxes are going to look like. And I haven't filed. Ta- I haven't got a tax thing from them yet. So it's been under a year. Um, hold on. I got a punch in my code. OK, so I don't know what their paperwork looks like, to be quite honest with you. I used to in this industry, people would say, well, what broker should I use? Because at one point in time, that was a big decision. Uh, Charles Schwab was the broker of the people. Then E-Trade came along and kind of, well, it's electronic trading, and and we don't even need the Charles Schwab model. We can go electronic, right? And then buyandhold.com started coming out, and the whole process became uh, – I'd say democracy came to it. Capitalism came to it, where it wasn't the old legacy boys, Solomon Smith Barney, when people talk – now, when we talk, people listen. <laughs> Merrill Lynch, you know, the bull in the China to- uh, shop thing? Um, that's gone. And it was replaced with a newer, better system. And uh, people used to ask me about my favorite broker. Now people are asking me about apps to save money. And I've got $10,619. Uh, that doesn't feel good. It feels like it was that a month ago. Well, it's been a bad month, right? But what Acorns does, what's beautiful and simple, is it rounds up your investments. So today, if you get a coffee bagel, and it's $5.25, that sounds light, huh? If it's $8.25, it'll round up your purchase to 9 and it'll invest $0.75 for you. So in the last year, all I've done is having roundups on my credit card. That's it. My debit card would work, too. Keep in mind, Rob Black doesn't like debit cards. Um... There's no protections on them, so your bank account could get cleaned out because you gave your debit card to a waiter. That's I like that. Credit cards have limits and legal protections for you. I like that. So back to Acorns. When I look at the performance, it's been pretty good. So I, I should just kind of be quiet, but the rounding up feature is so easy. Uh, I've made $114 in dividends, which means my little 75-cent roundups have created dividends on top of growth in the portfolio. And I'm, I'm stoked by this. It's the easiest $10,000 I've ever saved in my life. Does that make sense? Are you good with that? Um, yeah, the performance except for March has been steadily almost consistently nothing but up. So that's an easy thing to do to create wealth. Is $10,000 going to change my life? No. No. But in seven years, it should be 20. In 14 years, it should be $40,000. No, 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 no. I, I messed that one up. In seven years, it should be 2,000. No, it's 10,000. That's right. So in seven years, it should be 20,000. And then seven more years, it should be 40,000. So 14 years, it's $40,000. Another seven years, 21 years. And let's call that my life expectancy. It'll be $80,000 if I do nothing other than keep it in the market and do nothing more. That's not bad for one year of having my credit card purchases rounded up. Now, again, I spend more than the average person. So I'm contributing more of my own money to it. I get it. Um, but it's also a silent but deadly kind of thing. And one of the things I wanted to do was, you know, when my kids get to college or when they get married, I'm going to say, here, $80,000. Dad, you didn't have to do that. That's a lot of money. No, no, no. It was just literally little roundups. Um, I don't know. Can you do acorns? Do you feel good about it? Do you hate it? Do you love it? I'm not a Robin Hood guy. Uh, um, I've downloaded that because I know you have. And to me, it's just too easy to sit at lunch and say, I'm going to go buy $30 of Apple and see if by the end of lunch it's $34. I'll tip $4. It's too much of a gamification. And I like it. I want something that looks slightly Less like, oh, here's a top winner of the day, Rob Black. I don't want to be patted on the back for the uh, investing. So here's one that everyone is making more difficult than it should be. It's called uh, NVIDIA. I think it's a great long-term name, but I'm not getting caught up in the – they've got a new GeForce set of video cards that just came out that are awesome. The 3080, the 3090, the 3070, the 3090, the hog. It eats computations. Um, It also is really good for mining Bitcoin. It's great for servers. It's great for video games. Uh, Their technology is not being used in the new consoles. um, But it should keep the PCs ahead of the consoles for the foreseeable future. Uh, New chips have superior performance, of course. They have technical changes, have driven up transaction fees. Um, One of the files needed to mine Ethereum, which is a digital currency, will likely grow too large for many of the chips currently using currency mining um, for the old chips. So the NVIDIA's GTX 3080 cards have 10 gigabytes of memory, which has prompted some of them to purchase NVIDIA's cards instead of buying cards made by other mining companies or video graphics companies. Um, it would take a minor 233 days to achieve profitability with an unmodified RTX 3080 card. It's, it's truly devastating to me of how dramatic people get into Bitcoin. I find it kind of sad. Um, but again, it's like the people who play the lottery. I love you people. You are the financially dumbest people on the planet. you have a one in seven million chance. Or what in $700 million It's It's ridiculous some of the ways that you play scratchers and the ways that you play pick six. Oh, but someone's got to win. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't have to be you. Um, it's sad. Now, I like it because it helps raise money for the state. And that's about it. But it's a voluntary, uh, what people in the financial arenas call it, a stupid person tax. I get it if it's entertainment. I can forgive you if it's entertainment. I used to have a friend named Art, and Art said, I'd be like, dude, why are you buying a lottery ticket? He's like, you know, I've got a crappy job, I've got a crappy wife, crappy life, my kids are crappy, nothing's good in my life, I hate everything, and for that one day, I get a dream about winning $500 million and what I would do with that money. I'm like, okay, that's worth $2, I get it, skip the coffee, save money on coffee today if you're going to be buying lottery tickets, but I get it, $2 for a dream, I get it. Um, but I feel that people have gone a little bit too aggressive in their, their wants and desires for Bitcoin. Bitcoin has no storage of value. Um, it's only worth something in, in the fantasy world. There's not a real coin out there sitting next to it. Uh, gold has gold reserves, in theory. So there's a storage of value. Um, I find it very aggravating how much I see people make their lives financially complicated. So Nike's going to come out with earnings day after the bell. The consensus amongst analysts is for the swoosh brand have a strong quarter despite some lingering headwinds of the pandemic. We're still going to see the coronavirus impact this quarter. Um, But again, as people have stayed at home, we're going around walking more. We're exercising at home more. Uh, Nike is dominating e-commerce. They've got great fitness apps. Their products are selling out. They came out with a a Colin Kaepernick two-year anniversary jersey or something like that that sold out in seconds. When you measure a sellout in seconds, it's pretty staggering. I own shares of Nike. It is a a stock that has been around since I was a child. It is a stock that will be around when my children have children. It is a stock that you know the product well and intimately. And I'm pretty sure that LeBron James got a record contract. I'm pretty sure Zion Williamson got a record contract. They've got money to throw around to continue to promote their brand. Um, they've got new types of technology. They've got a new Nike SB Dunk Low Grateful Dead which honors the iconic band. It sells for about $1,200, which would make Jerry Garcia roll in his grave, right? Man, that's a lot for my shoes. Um, they've got product that works with men. They've got product that works with women. They've got, they're now doing uh, product for pregnant women. They're doing product for uh, people of size. <laughs> is that not fat shaving or is it fat shaming? I don't know. Uh, when he calls a man short and he say he's vertically challenged, it's pretty funny. But that's because I'm not vertically challenged, and therefore it's not that funny. But I'm going to pay attention to Nike today. And uh, again, I talk about it on air because it's iconic and you know it. When I say swoosh, you say Nike? We'd be a good game show couple, wouldn't we? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com.
1: 20 Kdow traffic live from the KDOW.biz traffic center. Sunnyvale North 101 before 237, three vehicle accident in the two right lanes. CHP on the scene, already backed up very heavily to Fair Oaks. San Jose North 101 before the 28680 interchange, two vehicle accident off to the shoulder, minor backup there. Los Gatos North 17 at Lark, pickup truck hits some debris. It's blocking the right lane. There's a fuel leak. CHP is on the scene. Traffic starting to back up on the approach. Bay Bridge Toll Plaza metering lights are on, backed up to the West Grand overcrossing, and in the meantime, traffic on the bridge itself heavy from. The for Fremont out towards 5th. That's traffic. I'm Paul Maxwell. Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220, KDOW. It's a daily analysis of that day's news from Wall Street and around the world. Money never sleeps. It's market wrap with Mo Ansar. Weekday afternoons at 5 on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220, KDOW. Savvy investors know where to find the best possible investment advice. And according to the financial experts at U.S. News and World Report, one of the best podcasts is locally grown. AM 1220 KDOW is home for Rob Black and your money. Weekday mornings at 7. Now you can take Rob Black with you in your car, on your computer, or on your smartphone with the Rob Black Daily Podcast. Ranked one of the top 10 financial podcasts by U.S. News and World Report. Find it on iTunes or at robblack.com.
2: Hi, this is Rob Black from Rob Black and Your Money. Over the years on my radio show, I've heard from people like you who've been burned by buying expensive and wrong financial product from people that don't have your best interest in mind. Naturally, I've developed relationships with people in the financial industry you can trust. So if you need a new home or refi mortgage or reverse mortgage, if you need insurance like home, automobile, life or commercial, or maybe you need a financial planner, get in touch with me and I'll give you a trusted financial referral. Email me rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com.
0: Hello, real
1: estate owners. This is Dr. Chuck. Are you near retirement, all set to downsize your home, but you can't move ahead with your new life because your property has gone up so much in value that you now have a huge tax liability when you sell? My name is Chuck Fury, and we've been at the cutting edge of real estate solutions for nearly 30 years. At Stanford Property, we've seen it all and have solutions for nearly any property challenge you might face. Whether you're downsizing and need to avoid taxes or want to double the income on your rental property, we'll help you achieve these goals with CPA-approved strategies designed to reduce or entirely eliminate your tax bite. Call me personally and let us help you create
0: the life you were meant to live. I'm Dr. Chuck. Thanks for listening. Call Dr. Chuck directly at Stanford Property, one no taxes Easy to remember, one no taxes And listen to Dr. Chuck Saturday afternoons at 2 here on AM 1220 KDOW. Balance of Nature,
1: changing the world one life at a time.
2: I have food allergies. I have spring, fall, winter, summer allergies. I've been taking allergy shots off and on since I was six months old. And my eyes run so bad up until about 2
3: o'clock in the afternoon and then they'll stop. Well, my eyes have not been running at all, which is a miracle. And the only thing I've done different is, is the balance of nature. So I really think it's helping my
2: allergies a lot. And I'm thrilled because it's miserable. You put your makeup on and then you cry it off. So I, I, just, I just feel really good. I feel like I could just do anything.
1: <laughs> Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call one 800 2468 or go to balanceofnature.com
3: and use discount code GOLDENGATE. I'm Jennifer kashenko with Your Money Now. Stocks are mixed. The Dow Industrials down 51 at 27,096. The NASDAQ is up 5. The S&P 500 up 4. The Small Business Roundtable is calling on congressional leadership on behalf of 30 million small businesses to pass a standalone package for a new round of stimulus. The group notes that small businesses are on the brink of recovery and continuing to struggle to survive due to liquidity challenges for those who have yet to reopen or who are Limited by capacity restrictions and other critical health and safety protocols to protect the public, consumers, and employees from COVID 19. This is quite the ad campaign. Estee Lauder will pay $17,500 per hour for astronauts aboard the International Space Station to take photos of its Night Serum Revolutionary product. Estee Lauder will get video and photos out of this world product into the most photographed spot on the space station. The photos are to be used on social media. And that's your money.
1: Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220
2: KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for listening to the show. I truly, truly mean that. I've had a very good life, and this has been a part of it. A large portion of my work day is dedicated to talking on air. Um, it's to sit in an air chair like this, is it's quite cathartic. It's quite relaxing. It's good for the mind. And I, I hope I'm sharing some good information with you to hopefully get you a little bit further along in success for retirement. I don't want you to be a trillionaire. I don't want you to be a billionaire. I don't want you to be a millionaire. I don't want you to be a millionaire. Well, I do want you to be a millionaire. I want you to have somewhere between $1 and $4 million before you retire. And that would take care of you and your spouse, I think, pretty handily. Now, if you want more than that, you're talking maybe a boat or a second house. If you're talking, you know, six kids, maybe you're talking more than that. Like, I can't spell it out for you, but I can do the best that I can. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Today is Tesla's battery day. Today is also Nike's earnings. I'm going to pay attention to both. Um, Medicare costs are always going to be in the, the news and the headlines. One of the reasons we want to do a stimulus package is because it creates jobs, and jobs create taxes, and taxes help pay for Medicare costs. I know you're saying, "Well, just put the two, tri- $2 trillion into Medicare." Mm, no one ever says that idea, do they? Um, but it's out there as as far as a concept goes. That the system kind of helps the system. I would love to see an infrastructure plan. Um, you keep hearing about how the United States has deteriorating bridges and deteriorating airports. Now, I don't actually get out and engineer this stuff or look at it, so I can't really be honest with you and tell you, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, But I like infrastructure packages, and it seems to be the best way to get a return on investment. Uh, Don't get me started about government waste in these kind of projects, but if we're going to spend stupid big money I think infrastructure is a great place to put it. But then again, I believe in college education, too. I don't think college education should be free, but I think there should be more roads for college education versus just the university system that we have. Um, And there should be more roads for job training than what's totally available. Uh, I won't get into that. I'll get into that different episode. I think I've told you that I've got a cousin um, who's didn't turn out to be a university student after his parents thought he was going to be a university student from zero to 17. And things started looking gloomy and doomy and bad. And someone took him under his wing as an electrician. And uh, now he's on a path to making 100000 plus a year and being part of a, a pretty solid union. And things were looking pretty gloomy and doomy and bad without the college education thing lineup. up. So anyway, um, stocks that Menilinos like – I always find this kind of interesting when you see a list like this. It probably shows you stocks that are overbought and crowded. Earlier this summer, myself and Patrick O'Hare from briefing.com talked about how some of these stocks are just crowded. And when people leave, they leave fast. When the professionals bail, the amateurs go, I don't want to lose money, I'm out now. So some of the names that come to mind that are inside of millennials portfolios They're pretty obvious. Let me give you a couple. Um, Tesla. It's owned by, it's the third most owned or the third most popular stock by millennials in their portfolios. Apple and Amazon came in first and second. Microsoft, Facebook, Disney, Netflix, and AMD take fourth, fifth, sixth, eighth, and ninth place. It's a who's who of every freaking company that we talk about on the air. That's become massive story stocks in the last few years. Um, Again, I don't mind this as a story. Uh, They're all S&P 500 companies. I think they're all overvalued. Guess what? We've known Disney mistreats labor for 80 years. They've pulled that chick Cinderella out of the closet, at least in film, on TV, on CD, on CD-ROM, on DVD, on Blu-ray, on Laserdisc, on digital, and much, much more. They've even reshot the movie with a real human meme, and they put the digital Cinderella back in the dungeon. We all know about Disney. It's not going to surprise anyone at this point in time. Same thing with Netflix. Um, Netflix and chill became a cultural uh, meme, or something along those lines. Which basically implies spending some time with your loved one on the couch and, you know. Uh, Facebook. I think we all know about Facebook. It's a problem. It's addictive. Um, I hate it on so many levels. Uh, I will do an occasional post, but aren't I part of the problem? And that's why everyone owns the stock. It's almost addictive, social media. If it's not addictive, it, it's it's darn close, right? Amazon and Apple. What do we? What more do we need to say? Iconic companies. So, when you see a list like that, you're you're not exactly getting fresh data. You're not exactly getting a fresh idea, but that's okay. These are all culturally built into our lives at this point in time, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, one of the most famous investors of all time, Peter Lynch, famously said. Go to the mall where you see crowds, maybe invest in that. And he did that with a restaurant called Chili's. His kids loved going to Chili's and getting fajitas. And uh, mom and dad liked the big beer and the, the cold margarita. Uh, Chili's was a great investment in the 80s. He did it with Gap. His kids wanted to go to the mall to go to Gap. Um, and like, he, he almost, it's almost too easy, right? I think that's the theme of this hour. Make things easier on yourself. Again, you got to consult a broker advisor, take any action ever. But stocks have risk. But the names that I threw out—the Apple, the Amazon, the Microsoft, Facebook, the Disney's, the Netflix—they're all pretty well-known names. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial.
0: To a plane, in the falling rain, I drive a
1: Rolls Royce